Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. You see, righteousness is a big deal in the things of God. Someone said big deal. Big deal. What am I talking about when I say it's a big deal? You see, righteousness is the nature of God. Righteousness is the nature of God. Righteousness is the nature of God. There's none righteous except God. You can sit and worship him. There's nobody who is righteous except except God. And nobody can become righteous outside God. Nobody can become righteous outside God. There's none righteous. None. N-O-N-E. There is none righteous except who? God. Someone said there is none righteous. There is none righteous. So which means nobody can attain to righteousness outside God. Give me Romans chapter 3 verse number Nine to eleven. Oh, oh, let's go to verse twelve. Romans chapter three, nine to I know what you are going through. I remember long, long time ago, I was in college. Must have been a third year. I was praying in the chapel. I was praying. I prayed for a long time. And the glory showed up. That day, I thought I was going to disintegrate. Because I was the vibrating like nobody's business. I was feeling hot like nobody's business. And um, outside the chapel, it was raining. So I, I remember coming out of the chapel, going into the mud, started rolling in the mud to cool myself down. Because I thought I was going to disintegrate. So when Isaiah cries, woe is me, for I am anidane. That word anidane, huh? it means I am disintegrating. When Isaiah saw the glory of God, when that moment comes, when the glory is revealed to you, you see, your body feels as if it is disintegrating. Amen. That's why God says, no one can see my face and leave. Because the dimension of glory that you can see in the face of God is just too much for the clay to contain. 
Therefore, the automatic result is the disintegration of the clay. Are you following what I'm saying? All right, let's read the scriptures because of time. Now, the Bible says, what then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. Are we better than they? We, the Gentiles. Are we better than the Jews? Are we better than Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? No, both the Jews and us Gentiles were all under what? Sin. All right? Are we together so far? As it is written... What is written? There is none righteous. No, not one. Not one. Uh-huh. Next. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. No. Not one. So, in other words, when you look at the state of humanity from God's perspective, there is nobody who can attain to righteousness because righteousness is the nature of God. Righteousness is God's own standard. Nobody can attain to that level. The Jews with all the Ten Commandments and the 603 Commandments, all of them, they could never attain to the righteousness of God. I don't know whether you're following what I'm saying. There is none who is righteous. So even after being given the law, even after killing all the animals that they killed, even doing all the hard work that they did, every single day, the Bible says there's still what? None. So God was stuck. Why? Here's the problem. If God is righteous, for you to have a relationship with that God, you must be righteous too. So God was in a big fix. So the standard is here. He's saying, wake hard. Get here. The standard is here. And you're trying your best. Your best efforts are low. Yep. Amen. The best efforts of Moses failed. The best efforts of Abraham failed. Under pressure, Abraham says, this one is my sister. Yep. She said, yeah, 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 yeah. I am, I am, I am his sister. Abraham under pressure. Amen. The father of faith. The patriarch. The friend of God. Failed under pressure. I don't know whether you are from what I'm saying. So God was in a big fix. Big fix. Alright, let's try um, our friend Noah. Let's wipe out everybody. Start afresh with our friend who? Noah. God tried to start all over again with Noah. <laughs> but it didn't work either. 
Bible says, all right, now what are going to we do? We have given people the law to become righteous. Because if you look at Romans chapter 10, the Bible says there are two types of righteousness. One of the law and one of faith. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of faith. That the man which doeth those things shall live by them. Are you together so far? Oh yes. A man who doeth those things shall what? Live by them. But even Moses himself he failed. Because God said speak to the rock. In anger he struck the rock. No entry into Canaan. So even Moses failed. Amen. So God says I'm in a big fix. The only way I can have a relationship with a person is when the person is righteous. So what are we going to do? How are we going to fix the problem? How are we going to solve the problem? Because the law cannot help them to become righteous. That's what Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 is all about. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. The law was weak through what? In other words, the flesh was never designed to follow any law. It's like a dog trying to force it to behave like a cow. By so many rules and laws and regulations. Thou shalt not back. The dog says, all right, sir. I will not bark outward. I will only be barking inside. <laughs> the dog is a dog. It always comes up with a new way. So it's like in Australia. Ah, thou shalt not take drugs. Huh? People always come up with a new way. I was just hearing the other day, as yesterday. I saw it actually on the news that someone brought drugs worth 900 million dollars. I'm like, Jesus, how can you bring an elephant? People always find a way. They will cut the elephant into small, small, small pieces and hide them under shoes, in clothes, under bath, anywhere. Sneaking. There's none righteous. So God he was in a big fix. So how did he solve it? <laughs> how did God solve the problem? I receive. I don't know whether you're following what I'm saying. Go deeper, Papa. So God was in a big fix. How do we solve the problem? He says, ah, I've got a solution. Let me just give it to them. Because they can never attend to it. They can never become by their own efforts. What should I do? Let me make them become. Let me give it to them as a free gift. Anything that man could never attend to, God gave it to you as a free gift. Amen. Anything that you could never work for, God gave it to you as a what? A free gift. You were dead. You could not make yourself alive. How did God fix it? 
he made you alive Amen. by his grace. It is a free gift. Amen. Eternal life is a free gift. Are we together so far? Oh, yes. Ah, second problem. There's none righteous. How do we fix it? Let me give man a free gift of righteousness. So it was given to you as a free gift. Why? The problem is the nature in which we were as sinners. We were dead. Are you hearing me? We were what? Dead. We could not make ourselves alive to please God. We couldn't. So even our works at the best of times were dead works. Dead works done by a dead person. Trying, trying to please a living God. To make matters worse, the Bible says, you were sometimes darkness. Not only were you walking in darkness, you were darkness itself. Oh, yes. So how can you, darkness, please light? God is light. He dwelleth in a light that no man can approach unto. So how can a darkness try to please light? Someone say, impossible. Impossible. Say, impossible. Impossible. Yeah, it was impossible. So how did God fix it? He gave you righteousness as a free gift. He made you become righteous. So when you look at the whole story in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, from verse number 14 to 21, the Bible says, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead. And if he died for all, huh? this man got Christ. He died for all. Remember in Adam, one man he died, we all died. In Christ, he died for all of us. So that we should what? Live, not unto ourselves, but unto him that died for us and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yeah, though we knew Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Verse 17, therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All the things are passed away. Aha, we are now resolving, we are now solving the problem. What was the solution? Take these unrighteous people that none of them is righteous. Put them in Christ. Once he put us in Christ, there was an, an, a divine exchange. Jesus took only our nature. He took on our sin. But he could not until God made him become sin for us. Because he was not a sinner. He never committed any sin. It took God to make him become sin for us. Him who knew no sin. That we might be made, made the righteousness of God in him. It's not something that we worked for. It was God in his own divine power, in his own divine grace. Literally, deliberately, by his divine efforts, making Christ become sin for us. So that we could be made the righteousness of God in him. So your righteousness is not a righteousness of human standard. Your righteousness is a righteousness of divine standard. 
Your righteousness is not a righteousness of human efforts. Your righteousness is a gift given to you by Almighty God. Your righteousness is not a substandard. Your righteousness is the same righteousness that God has because it is his own righteousness. So, the day someone becomes born again, that day the person is as righteous as God Almighty himself. Mm. Wow. Let me go deep. Can I go one level deeper? Oh yes, go deeper. So Papa. you may be you may be walking with the Christ for the last 20 years. Someone has just become born again 2 minutes ago. Surprise, surprise. You are all at the same level of righteousness. We can never define righteousness. I am as righteous as you are. You are as righteous as I am. And we are as righteous as God Almighty. We are not less righteous. Because that righteousness that we have is not of our own efforts. It is not of our own making. It is the righteousness of God. Given to you as a free gift. Oh yes. We may differ in holiness. Because holiness is how much you have separated yourself from the world. Some of you, you are two meters from the world. Some of you, 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 you are not eating the world, but you are just touching it. Oh, wow. Oh, look at it. It's looking so nice. The story of Eve and Adam, you should see it in the spirit. One day she went there, touched it. Ooh. I didn't die. I touched it, but I didn't die. <laughs> Amen. I'm telling you. She went to look at it. She even tells Adam, hey, it looks so beautiful. That fruit. I'm, I, I'm telling Adam, if you take a bite, it will taste so nice. It's there in your Bible. A fruit to be desired. To make one one, one word wise. So holiness is how much you have separated yourself from the what? The world. There we differ. We all start from the same level. Because Christ makes us holy in himself. The day you become born again, he separates you from the world. Are you hearing me? But now, after that, it's your effort to stay separated from the world. To continue remaining separated from the world. Otherwise, we are walking in the world. It's very easy to become part of the world. But as we are walking in the world every single day, you must make an effort to remain apart from the world. That is holiness. But righteousness, it is the righteousness of God given to you as a free gift. I don't know whether you are hearing me. Oh, yes. So the Bible says God made Jesus to become sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Are we together so far? Amen. So when you go to Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah chapter 54. Let's read from verse number 
14 to uh, uh, 15. Uh, 14 to 17. Go the way to 17. Are you getting something? Oh, yes, Papa. Say never. Never. Agapetos. Agapetos. I am righteous. I am righteous. You may not see it. You may not see it. You may not agree with it. You may not agree with it. But guess what? But guess what? Too late. Too late. <laughs> I receive. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Amen. So, the Bible says, in righteousness shall thou be established. Can you see that? You shall be what? In what? Righteousness. Thou shall be far from what? Oppression. Now, because righteousness is the nature of God, think about what, what does oppress mean? Oppress means something more powerful, pushing down on something less powerful. Amen. Are we together so far? So think about it. What can oppress God? Say nothing. Nothing. Nothing is capable of oppressing God. Amen. Are you following me so far? Sickness can never oppress God. Disease can never oppress God. Any demon can never oppress God. That's why righteousness is a big deal. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.